Everybody, welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance, and I'm here with my partner. Water. And we're excited, or at least I'm excited to be back here. How are you? How are you feeling? You glad to be back to the people? <laughs> sorry, sorry for that hesitation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Feels like it's been forever. Our schedules have been all over the place. I know mine's has been crazy. Um, I'm just kind of getting over this little head cold. Man, my body. Is that what we're calling Corona now? <laughs> that's what I. That's what I felt like it was. That's what I'm gonna say. I felt like it was a head cold. It started like last Wednesday, and it wasn't really bad. It just started off like a little itch in your throat, and I had a little cough, but it was a dry cough. And then I started taking some Nyquil and Dayquil. I was like, this should be done, you know, in no time. Took some medicine every night. But, you know, it got towards the weekend and it still wasn't where it needed to be at. I still had a little cough. And I didn't want to go anywhere and have that, that like, aggravating cough, like, where you feel like you're around a lot of people, you all of a sudden have to cough. That's what I felt like was going to happen. And everybody's going to look at me like I had corona. So. Well, you don't have corona? No. I feel great. I want to say Sunday, I started to feel better. I want to say Saturday, I went and worked out that morning, sweated a lot, came back, took some medicine, rested, and I went for another workout that afternoon when it was hotter and sweated some more. And so I woke up Sunday, I felt really good. I haven't had a cough spell or really any cough since since then. So I'm going to stick with a head cold because I didn't have, I can still eat food. You don't have to. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. I can taste you're my one food. One of those that just because of the whatever the symptoms were that they told you you're supposed to have. If you don't have one of the the three, then you feel like you don't have the thing. But okay. Yeah, it sits. It sits well with me. Yeah, it sat well with me. And you you had to spread the corona to everybody around you, but that's fine. No, I really haven't because I was kind of a little bit nervous that it may have been corona, so I haven't really been around anybody. Um, I just kind of stayed to myself, but I did get vaccinated, so I don't really know how that played out. Did you? Yeah, I didn't didn't mention that. Yes, I got vaccinated. I want to say last month, so we're in July, so June, yes. My mom would leave me alone about it. She just kept, she was riding my ass. Cause I was like, no, I'm not getting it. No, I'm not getting it. Um, and she just, she just wouldn't leave me alone about the shit. So I just went ahead and went and got the Pfizer vaccine. I got my first one. I was okay. Only thing that I had was like a little sore arm afterwards, but for the most part I was fine. I didn't, I didn't have any like real issues, if that makes sense. So you didn't have any side effects is what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. I didn't have any side effects. I didn't feel any type of way. I didn't cough afterwards. You know, I know some people were saying that they were having like a little cough after they got the shots. But the only thing I had was like a sore arm for like a day or two. But other than that, I was fine. So. Okay. So it's, it's good. I mean, at least if I did have COVID, I mean, at least I feel good knowing that I didn't die. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're going to ignore that comment. I mean, because the long term my... side effects of having COVID is probably, I mean, who wants to have long term effects of something? Well, okay, let's just change the subject because now you're making me nervous. So, yeah, yeah. How, how was your weekend? How was your week? How, how have you been? Let's just talk about you now. Let's get off of me. <laughs> I've been good. I've been very busy. I'm in the middle of a renovation for the salon. Ooh. In the middle of trying to get my life together, you know. So with this renovation, is your whole shop, like, closed? Like, what's going on with that? Is it closed for the time until you finish it? The salon is closed. I'm just working out of a friend of mine's salon in Mm -hmm. the meantime. 
Gotcha. But, um, yes, the salon is closed. Wow. And um, I'm losing my mind. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, before you started to renovate, did you know how you wanted to kind of decorate it and go about it? Or you were just like, look, I need to renovate it. Yeah, so I, had a, I had the design all figured out. Yeah, okay. you can't renovate and then try to figure out as you're renovating. What are we renovating? <laughs> I thought maybe you had, I thought maybe you had some ideas and was like, let me just go ahead before I change my mind and just put everything into effect. Oh no, I don't work that way. <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, nobody has time to play around with thousands and thousands of dollars. So <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that what is happening is exactly what I want and how I want it and um yeah there's no oh let's knock this wall down and figure it out as we go no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so how long Sorry. has the renovations been going so far like how long has it been a week two weeks today is day four it feels like day 72 wow it's day 72 out of day four it hmm. feels like day 72 right it's only been four days um <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's only 14 days okay um and we'll see we'll see we'll know, see because i've been we... looking for bridges in florida and clearly florida doesn't have enough bridges for me to drive off of so <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's the most nerve wracking thing about it? Like, what is driving you crazy about the renovation so far? Um, the timeline and people being um, people not being realistic with me about the time that their their job is supposed to take. Mm. Like, I set up a very specific like timeline like i i knew initially i only wanted it to be 10 days closed mm-hmm. you know because i have to be mindful that i have employees and they still have to work and right. you know just because i want a, a brand new shiny thing doesn't mean it should affect everybody right um and when you're told one thing and you know fast talkers or just men you know men will just tell you anything just (laughs) they think you're stupid and one thing with me is you don't don't tell me anything because I remember conversations like verbatim so and I know what sounds like me like if you come back to me and be like well you said that would be like that don't even sound like some shit I would say like (laughs) what are you talking about I don't even talk like that so you know when you have to backtrack you know, I'm not the easiest person when you have to backtrack with me. I don't know. I don't make you remember. I don't know if you're the yourself. easiest, even if you didn't have to backtrack, but it's neither here nor there. What? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, that's really it. Once, once the labor is stuff that I can't just, I think that's another a frustration. Another frustration of mine is like, if I see somebody not doing something the way I'd be like, man, forget it. I'll do it. And mm. I can't do that. I, I don't know how to lay down floors. And <laughs> I don't know how to put up structures. So I can't. I can't just be like, man, forget y'all. Right. <laughs> Get out. I'll do the rest. It's pretty much yeah. out of your hand. Like you got to trust that they're gonna do their job by the specified timeline, and it's just like a waiting game for you. Right. And and already by day two, the timeline was fucked. <laughs> so I don't really have that much I don't really have much trust in anybody else moving forward. This set of crew fucked everything up for everybody else. So now unfortunately everybody that comes after is going to feel the wrath of what this one crew messed up. So I She says she I don't trust nobody. She says she don't trust nobody because it is nope. one. <laughs> this one crew of people messed up things and it just you know, trickle down. It's the domino effect. So do you, know? you so do you go up there every day just to check and see how I they're do. doing? Okay. I do. Um, I think they're tired of me. And that's your baby. Um, that's your baby. Is. So Yeah, that's exactly and that's exactly how I look at them too. When they look back at me, I look back at them like <laughs> you are getting paid, right? Okay. <laughs> so um, like I said, hopefully when this crew, they will be done in the morning and, um, the next set of people will come through and we'll have a quick little discussion. <laughs> oh, shit. 
<laughs> I just hope that, you know, things go as planned moving forward. Yeah, we're going to speak it into existence. Everything's going to flow moving forward and it's going to, you're going to make the timeline. We're going to, we're going to say that's what's going to happen. We got to think positive thoughts if we mm. want positivity in the end. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I'm glad. I'm actually excited to see the shop. I'm excited to see how it's going to look. Um, decided to put some pictures up of me in there. I'm just excited about a lot. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't part of the design. You just don't know it I yet. I know that for sure. You just don't know it yet. You're not really sure oh. about it. That's you all coming it. in with your own pictures that's already framed? Yeah, I got, I got all that taken care of, but and, I want to I want to see the scheme. Screws. I can do that too. Like, I can get all that. Like, look, all I got to do is see the scheme, and I just want to make sure everything flows. So... That's it. I just want to see how it's going to look, where my photos need to go, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that you would probably try to take my shit down when I leave. So I'm going to look into other measures that are a little bit harder to take down. Okay, so yeah. So now that we got that out of the way with my photos being up in your shop, um, you ready to talk about this week's topic? Yeah, what are we talking about? Um, I've been in a great space for a while now um, with happiness. And I just kind of wanted to discuss. <laughs> you can hear me? Yeah. I just, I've been in a very good place. In a great space with happiness? Like y'all been on a date or something? Like what? Yeah, I've been on a date with life. Like I've been extremely happy. And I just wanted to discuss what are some of the keys to bring out happiness what are your thoughts or you know how do you bring out happiness within yourself because i have some keys that that help me get to this point in my life because everybody has their days and their moments but i just kind of want to discuss what are the keys to creating happiness for yourself mm. so you gonna answer that because i don't have anything for it yeah i can i can start off um okay. i want to say for myself personally um creating happiness for me I had to surround myself with more positive and happy people first of all um I'm always I'm one of those individuals that I can kind of surround myself with anybody I can mingle with anybody I can just I'm a social butterfly for the most part but sometimes you have to be more disciplined about who you allow around you because over time you may end up developing or building up an aura like those that are around you or who you frequent. So I had to, not that I was more of a negative person, but I was always letting little shit, I was starting to let little shit get to me. And it was throwing off me and who I was. I wasn't always the happiest as I used to be. So I first started off by, you know, rearranging who was around me, who energy I was gravitating towards, and who, who whose energy I was soaking in and who was receiving mine. And that was the first step that I had to do in order to create my own happiness. Um, And I wouldn't say, I mean, some of them were friends. Maybe they were going through a situation in their life and they were giving off this negative energy that I was kind of picking up on. But, you know, sometimes you have to just give them a timeout, give them a break. So that that's Mm -hmm. the first, that's the first key for me to create my own happiness. What, what about you? Mm. I mean, I I don't know if I'm the right person to really ask this question. I think you're a great person, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're a great. It's whatever whatever keys that create happiness for you. Yeah, so that's the thing. You would have to feel like you're in happiness in order to answer this question, and I don't know really what that is. I mean, I don't want to say I know what happiness is, what it looks like for other people. But um, I I don't know what that necessarily is in my life. Not to say that I've never been happy in my life. I just don't really know what that is. So if if you wanted to be happy, how would you, what what are are some things that you think that you would start doing? You don't even know. Those are are my issues now. Mm. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I don't know what, um, I don't know what happiness is. 
Mm. I mean, there's no other way for me to, to right. like, say it. So like, you I don't... just don't know. I don't know, like, because I can be happy right now. I don't think that just because things are going on in life that I'm not necessarily happy. I right. don't know. I don't. That's why I said this is not the, I'm not the best person to answer this question. So you feel like you're in a complacent place for yourself right now? Like, you're not, you just kind of. Like, I could, I, I'd be satisfied. I'm good. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're so new happiness but i'm good like i can't i probably shouldn't complain mm-hmm. um i could complain but i shouldn't um but i'm not like depressed or anything like i know those times i know when i'm not in a good space but right. when i'm out of that good space i don't know if that necessarily means i jump into happiness i just right. jump out of the the not so good place right and it's it's crazy because when you told me about the renovations and i was going to ask this earlier before you kind of mentioned that you're working in someone else's shop i was thinking to myself wow this is going to be great you're taking two weeks off or this time frame for the renovations and you can kind of get your you can dive into your own self-care situation yeah that was what initially was supposed to happen this was supposed to be off time for me but um that's not what happened. So yeah. Cause that for me, that's, that's another one of my key components is having self care days. Um, and those things go a long way. We take them kind of for granted because we always feel like we always have something more important to do. Like we have to keep moving. And when we stop, like whatever we're trying to accomplish is at on hold when that's not necessarily the case. I feel like, you know, having self care days are, rechargeable moments for us as what do you consider as self-care for me self-care days could be just where you literally don't do anything maybe read a book stay on your couch in your pajamas maybe go get a pedicure go get your nails done go get a massage literally things that you do where you're not giving a lot of energy and worried about others okay like i feel like those need to happen more often for everybody um, everybody has a job that ends up being very busy, extreme, which you, even on the weekends, if you're off on weekends, you end up thinking about what you got to do coming on Monday. When you got projects and stuff you have to do, you're like, dang, I got this project due on Thursday. And so when you're done working, you're still even thinking about work. Even when you leave your place of business, you're thinking about what I can do next. So you never have that opportunity to kind of just let your guard down and not think about anything but you for that time being. So I think that self-care moments are very important. And I, I just actually started implementing it maybe about two months ago where I'm going to at least take two days off a month just for self-care days. Not because mm-hmm. I need to go to the doctor not because I got this place I need to go to and they close at four and I don't get off of work to four is literally to do nothing, nothing that's going to overtire me out. And if it's something that someone needs on my day off, it's going to have to wait to another regular day. And we're going to work around my work schedule because those are days where I just kind of recharge as a human, regather myself. Um, I do a lot of meditation. I mean, I think, I think I give myself that, already mm-hmm. so if that's what you call self-care i think you know believe me alone don't bother me that's mm-hmm. that's already <laughs> a given thing for me um i but i do know that in my days off that even though i'm telling everybody else leave me alone don't bother me i am still doing things right so that's not but, really a health uh self-care day you just not being interrupted Okay. So you have to, it has to be a day where you're not obligated to do anything. Even though you know you got something to do tomorrow when you do return to work, you're still not doing anything because this is a day that's dedicated to you to regroup and recharge. Yeah, I try to give myself, out of my three days off, I try to give one of those days as my don't do anything day. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Or, Or not even, or just do whatever you want to do day. Right. And I, I would think it's kind of more, a little bit more difficult for you because not you're a business owner. And what I hear a lot from business owners is the fact that your mind never stops racing because you're always thinking about the next thing. How can you make whatever you're doing better? How can you make sure you're sustaining? Even though everything is good, mm-hmm. your mind is always moving on to the next, 
to try mm-hmm. to make sure you're ahead of everything you're doing. So I would, Absolutely. I would imagine that is extremely difficult. <laughs> you were imagining right. Yes, it is. If you care about your business, and it also depends on how much of your business um, you are involved in. Mm. Let's say that. Because sometimes people have businesses where, um, for instance, if I was just a salon owner and not an actual stylist, it'd be different. Mm -hmm. My stress would not be, or my concern would not be as high, but I actually work I'm an employee of my business. I mm-hmm. actually deal with the customer. I could just be just the owner of the building or the business and I have people in there, you know, that work and, you know, I, you, you, you like delegate whatever they have to do. Right. Um, it's, you know, and my hands are, you know, not in it, but it, that's why I say for, for some people, it depends. Like if you have a, an online business, not to say that that's, less stressful but you may not have as much uh on your plate as i may have that has an actual brick and mortar so um it just depends right i don't have kids so you know i i have to be mindful (laughs) of people who have children that's a whole different stress level that i can't deal with you know like i don't talk to certain friends on the phone because i can hear the kids in the background (laughs) i don't hear it and and you know that's that's crazy because it's perfectly fine. Like I was just saying before, like it's got to be moments where you're surrounding yourself around things that you need to keep you in the right state of mind. Like that's not going to agitate you because you can easily be cool when you get on the phone and you hear the babies running around and hear, hearing her yell, "Stop, stop! What are you doing?" And now you're agitated, and now right. you're getting off the phone and your aura is all off because of the energy that you received through that phone. Right. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, just because I'm a business owner, I don't feel like, I mean, anybody who has a regular um, corporate job, you know, you mm-hmm. still have things that you're thinking about in your head that's like, okay, what's my next move? How do how do I get the fuck out from this place? I'm yeah. tired of being behind these people's desk and answering these people for, or whatever. Or like, what's my next, you know, position or, or um, title that I want? So, right. I mean, I think most people... I would I would hope to think that most people are always looking for the next thing to advance in their life. I know that it's not for everybody because we all know people who are just sitting there not doing anything and they're fine with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think everybody has times where they're thinking about what the next thing is for them. Yeah, of course. I want to say this is probably one of my... I was actually kind of shocked this weekend. So I had a project that was due Friday Um, and it was due Friday because there are people that are going into the office now. And so if they're going into the office, everything they need for work is at the office, which is closed on the weekends. So I work from home. So I was thinking, you know, it's only going to take me a couple hours maybe to finish what I need to do. It was like 50 things I needed to do. I didn't know what it all entailed, but I'm thinking, okay, I can just start working on it Friday around 12 after I finish some need to do things and I can be done by the time I get off at four. No, 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 no. Didn't happen. (laughs) Long story short, I end up working till about 10 at night on Friday. Mm. Um, I started working at seven 30 and I still wasn't nowhere near done with this project. So for me, I had till Monday. Monday is when everything had to be done. So Sunday is when I needed to have it done. So in the midst of me being under the weather, I was working all weekend, which is a rarity for me because I love to just like cut off work and have my personal time. But this is one of the days where I just, I couldn't, one of the weekends where I couldn't, like I absolutely had to. So I got up and did my normal Saturday routine, went and worked out, went running to kind of clear my mind, did my grocery shopping, Washed my car, things of that nature, and I was I was home by eight thirty. Took a shower. I started working by ten. Mm. I didn't finish Saturday till about maybe five thirty, and that was because I had to cut it off. Now Sunday, I have to work again because I have to finish this absolutely by Monday. I was like, this this shit is for the birds. <laughs> They working you for that money, huh? Clearly. And I was just like, man, and this is, I, I, even if I would have started working on it earlier in the week, which we got the notice to have it done by Friday on Tuesday, 
I still wouldn't have been done till Sunday just because I had so much to do during the week. That was like a priority that I have to get this done today. Like I got to get this done on Tuesday. I got to get this done on Wednesday. So it was things that I had to get done before I could even work on that. So, so you have the same stress levels as anybody else. Yeah. And that's why I want to talk about the kids having, because now I got to regroup again. <laughs> I feel like my whole aura in my, in my home is off because it's like, because you had to do a few extra days or something. Yeah. Work. Cause I'm very big on my personal time. And it's like, I feel like it was intruding my space. And I almost, I'm a person that gets claustrophobic. And I started to feel like I was getting claustrophobic with work. Like, why is this intruding on my, my regular time? Not that I had anything of like major priority to do outside of work. I just didn't like the fact that I had something that I needed to do for work. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a bit much. But it won't happen again. I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> they won't hit you again? No, I'm thinking about just missing the whole fucking deadline. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're still going to do the things that we need to do. Please and thank you. We're not going to mess up our job because we need to keep it until if, we get something out. If it did not get done on Friday, it just won't be done. We'll just work, <laughs> we'll work on it again. We have an extended week. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. No. I, <laughs> I'm probably going to do it again next time if I have to. Um <laughs> So I, I want to say like it actually had my mind racing too, and that's why I brought up the point about the when you lay down, think about it. Because even when I finished with it, when I would lay down, I was thinking about stuff that I had I needed to do for that project mm-hmm. before yeah. I was able to rest my mind. So I had to end up listening to rain sounds if it wasn't already raining to just put me to sleep. I had to cut off everything in the home. I'm sitting sleeping in the dark or laying down on my back in the dark listening to rain sounds till I fall asleep. <laughs> You sound like me. Yeah. That's what I have to do for myself too, on a regular. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's either that or an edible. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do drugs every night. So. <laughs> yeah. I just, so I just tell Alexa to put on. Matter of fact, I think yeah. that is a great way to help regroup. Not while we're thinking. Now that we're talking about it, like using rain sounds and stuff, like. I used to, I started out buying this sleep tea um, to kind of help me get some rest whenever I be thinking about work during the week when it's time for me to go to sleep. So I'll watch TV, but my mind is still thinking about something I need to do tomorrow. And I started drinking this sleep tea, um, which started helping me go to sleep faster. So as soon as I like finish the tea or whatever and I lay down, it ends up putting me to sleep. Like I, it feels like a drug a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where it, it wasn't working as good as it was initially. And that's when I had to go back to the rain sounds. And so with the rain sounds, it actually put me in a place of peace when I'm on my back. Like it soothes my mind. <laughs> like it really does. Like it soothes my mind from any thoughts. Like I just stop and I'm just listening. Okay. Like that's one thing that I found that consistently works for me. Um, a friend of mine told me about a, a white sound machine. Yeah, I don't like that. It doesn't. I don't hear okay. anything. Cause with the white noise, what it does? White, white noise. Yeah, white sound. Yeah, it's it's white noise, and it's pretty much just like basic. Like it's very subtle once you get used to it. And so my last job used to have the white noise, but I got adjusted to it, and I didn't hear anything anymore. Oh, okay. So it's not like with the rain or the waves hitting, you can actually hear the objects of what it's supposed to be hitting or making contact. But with the white noise, it's just a noise. But you can get adjusted to it or accustomed to it to the point where you don't hear it. Mm, Okay. Yeah, it's not like a a long... I like to to switch between rain and beach. Mm. And that's... That's actually something I've I've wanted to do lately, but we've been having this crazy weather in Florida. Like I'm not a big beach person, but I just wanted to go and maybe walk the beach one afternoon when the sun's going Mm -hmm. down, maybe put my feet in the sand with the water. I sat out in the rain at the beach like two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. It started raining on me at the beach and I just sat there in the rain at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> until that until that thunder uh, not even the thunder because I was out there with the thunder and it got dark and everything 
And <laughs> it was the lightning that hit. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> it's time to go now. If, if you wanted me to leave, just say that. Yeah. But I said I sat out there for a good 15 minutes, 20 minutes in the pouring rain. Like, why leave? I was already wet anyway. It was different. <laughs> Was that like a release for you? Like a relief to... I don't know. I was, at the time, I was just out there like kind of just contemplating everything because I knew that the renovation was happening and just trying to get my mind together. And then the rain came and I was just like, well, and when I looked around, like some surfers had came out and they were surfing. And then when I saw them get out the water after the lightning, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we need, we all need to go. Because the surfers came out in the rain. They right. were ready because right. the waves were so high. Right. So they were enjoying that. And then when they ran their ass off the beach, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's time for Let's us to go because they know these waters and this, this, this. Uh, yeah, weather they know this more. better than me. <laughs> I'm a visitor. <laughs> but yeah, that's been something I've been wanting to do for the past couple weeks. But the Florida weather has been just so inconsistent. Um, and I don't like it when it's overly hot at the beach. I like it when it's kind of gloomy where it looks like it's about to rain or the sun's mm-hmm. not really out. That's my type of walking to the beach. To towards the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's more my speed. What beach did you go to? I went to Melbourne. I literally drove straight down 192 until all you can do is hit water. Mm. And I, that's, I do this all the time. Just go straight down. Takes me. 35, 40 minutes, and I dead in into water. Mm. And I go, and then I come back. Yeah, I'll probably go to, like, Cocoa, I think it's a little bit closer for me. Well, I don't don't want to be near nobody. Yeah. Is there a portion of it where it's, like, an area where it's not a lot of people? Yeah, usually, and I'll go down, for me, I go during the week so mm-hmm. you know but you can go like after work and drive especially now because it's not um it gets darker later mm-hmm. and yeah just drive down there yeah i'm gonna try and walk walk at night or walk in the dusk whatever it's called yeah have my uh my my cakes out too what no, that's going to bring you happiness <laughs> yeah. weren't, weren't we talking about happiness here <laughs> that's going to bring you happiness to it'll, have bring, your ass it'll, bring, it'll bring, bring happiness to somebody <laughs> oh okay so you out here giving out the happiness that you trying to get okay okay I guess <laughs> if I'm in the process of trying to get my joy I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little joy Okay. Hey, give a little, take a little. I understand. I'm not mad at that. Have your cakes out. I'm not gonna. (laughs) But I'll see. Once I once I fully get like a time where I can just go, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it. I can't even say when I get some time. I'm just gonna make time and just go do it Mm -hmm. and everything else. Just take the back seat to it. So. So what else are you doing besides cutting people off to get your happiness? I'll say my last thing, this is, I think, my third um, thing that helped me get back to happiness. I will say that pretty much putting myself first, Um, not really worrying about anyone else, nobody else's problems, nobody else's issues, what other people need from me, just putting myself first, even if that means saying no, even if that means ignoring somebody. But putting myself first and what excites me or what I want, even if it's something small that I want to do and someone needs me to do something that's big for them, I'm going to say no and do what I want to do by putting myself first. Because I okay. think the most important thing is keeping yourself grounded and not having the burden of letting anyone else down. Mm. Because a lot of times once do you, you hold that, is that is that a trait that you... Or a thing that you do? Um, Sometimes. Like whenever I have someone that's depending on me, I go into it with the intent of doing it as if I needed this done. So I'm going 110% to get it done. Because I don't want that, the burden of failure in general. And then I don't want them to think that they can't depend on me. 
But what what if you what if they just can't? What if they can't? What, why is that a problem? Why is it a problem to tell somebody like what you need of me right now? I I don't even have it to give. It's it's I don't even think it's it's a problem, but I think one of the issues I have is that I just don't like to have to tell people, look, I got to get myself grounded. Well, what's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong. I'm well, just trying to be better. Why do you have to tell them all of that? Because those are usually the follow-up questions. Not many people are going to just be like, okay, I, I respect what you're saying. And I'll just, I'll just try to get help from someone else. Cool. No, they got follow-up questions. And yeah, that's why, and that's, that's why, the problem. Yeah, and that's why I say that. No, no, the problem is that you're answering follow-up questions. Because yeah. if you speak intentionally right <laughs> if you say i just i just can't do this right now i'm not available i have things that i need to handle that's it right and then as soon as they started talking like but it wasn't for a discussion i was just letting <laughs> you know i was being polite right i was being um considerate to let you know that i'm not available for you so don't look for me right and that's and, and that's it and that's one thing i have to get better with doing that's why I say putting myself first is something that I have to work on doing. But you don't necessarily have to put yourself first if you are if you are strong in your words and your mm-hmm. boundaries right. and your expectations. If you speak intentfully, then you don't have you won't have follow up questions. Right. See, the first time you start doing it, people, because they're so used to being able to ask you and dig and dig and dig, they'll keep doing it. But the more you stay firm in, no, I'm not available, I can't right now, um, they won't even follow up with a question. Right. They'll start to understand, like, oh, this is oh, this is how she is now. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Right. Sorry. Yeah, and that's, that's something I know that I have to work on um, with just saying what it is and leaving it at that and, and not really having any regards. Mm-hmm. And, it's, yeah. and this part of it is just the guilt of if I needed someone and they told me no how would I feel mm. and so I worry like okay let me just go ahead and just knock this out for them because I, it may be a mm. time where that's I need them that's not even fair to do it's that's not. not fair to you it's not that's why I gotta <laughs> learn to... that's so crazy that's not, that's not fair to you right. you can't do that and that's why I gotta start putting myself first without worrying about um what others may think or what may happen in the future if I do need them. And I have to just allow myself to, to say no and put myself first and deal with that. If my time comes and I need them, just hope that there is someone that can help me if I needed that help. If you feel like, Oh, if I tell this person, no, this time that when I need something, they're going to tell me, no, then they don't need to be around you. You don't need them. You don't need them as a friend. Cause if we're going to go tit for tat and that's, that's a problem. <laughs> like, oh, remember, I did this last week for you, so now you have to do this for me. If that's what we're doing here, forget it. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure I never ask you for shit. Right. So you can't never ask me for anything. Right. So if if you can't put that... That's very heavy to carry. Like, I have to do things for people because if I ever need somebody... And and the crazy thing is that I rarely need anybody because I'm one of those people where I'll just do it myself. You you figure out the right. way to do things that you so that you don't need to have to need anybody exactly because right? you don't want anybody to be able to tell you, nah, I'm not available. Right. So I and then it's just like I just need that that confirmation of that security blanket in case I do need them, and I hate that I put that self on that put I put that on myself. Mm-hmm. When I know nine out of ten, I'm not going to need their help, and it's okay for them not to be available. Also, right? You know what I'm saying? You just we. I think we're putting too much on each other. Period. People right. are just putting too much on each other. Yeah, like everybody's going through something. So for me to say that I'm not available and I can't help you right now, or I'm, I can't listen. Like, you're super negative right now, and I'm trying to be in a good space with myself. I can't listen to that. Or, please, you know, don't call me with the drama. I don't want to be, you know, be a part of it. It's very easy to say that to people. I do it all the time. Yeah, you got a heart of bought, with bought wire around it. it. Is, no, it I'm... has nothing to, like, 
sometimes you just cannot I physically cannot consume the fuckery that people bring to mm. me mm. or to anybody right. it's just so much all the time right I can't consume all of that and so I <laughs> I specifically don't ask questions because I don't want it to open up a conversation that I really don't want to have or don't care to have. Right. Um, I, and if you do come to me, I just make sure that I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Now, if, if, if it's a dire situation and it's something very detrimental to you in your life, then fine. But if it's just foolishness, I no, I, mm -mm. yeah, nope. Sorry, I got things to do. I, my mind is in a different place. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to work on self love. I'm trying to whatever right. self development. That is not going to help me in any kind of way. So I'm not gonna have that conversation. Right. Yeah. It, Providing those boundaries for yourself is a very big thing mm-hmm. in order to maintain your own happiness. Um, and sometimes it's your closest friends. Yeah, I do that all the time. Where I just have to say, you know what? It's it's not even for me to deal with. That's that person's life. You gotta let it go. Yeah, they'll figure it out. What What would you do if I wasn't here? Who mm. else would you call on? Who else would you, you know? Right. Whatever. Just I'm good. Right. You deal with that. I mean, yeah, that does make sense. You know, if you weren't here, if you were going on the glory, knocking on wood, like, who would they go to? Who would they put their problems on? Who would they ask for help from? Yeah, because people will dump. They come and dump all they shit, all they trash, all they drama, trauma, everything, pain, sorry. They come and just dump that shit in front of your door. Like, if you don't take your trash with you and go someplace <laughs> else and talk through that shit with somebody else. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the dumpster all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. I don't want to be the dumpster. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate you can come, that. You can come drop like a cup or two, you know, <laughs> a bag. But you, you ain't about to throw out your whole weeks of trash in your house on me. No, no. Come You're here and just that. come here and just unload it and walk away yeah. feeling light, like all the time. Right, and you walking around feeling like, and I have to carry whatever you just gave to me, and I now I have to think about, oh, what is she gonna do? And and now, <laughs> like you said, that was taking away from your peace. Now I'm up at night looking at the ceiling. The beach sounds don't even help me no more because I'm thinking about what you just said to me. It be too much. Yeah, and that's just one individual. If you have a, you know, a few friends, because everybody's going through stuff in their life, and you have a few people who all are doing this to you if you're that person that they know that they can come and unbiasedly speak to with no judgment Mm -hmm. that's hard to carry that all the time it is and it's and it's crazy because me and my best friend we're we're always talking like of course we always talking about shit we'll see on facebook you know people going through whatever if they're going to put it out there we're definitely going to indulge in it we're going to talk about it in our group chat group chat we're not going to ask for it, but if you're going to put it out there for us we're definitely going to read it we're definitely going to screenshot it and we're definitely going to laugh about it and we're definitely going to find out what we need to find out that's the missing pieces in it but for the most part our conversations with each other is never about anything personal it's mm. always happy conversations we're always joking we're always laughing and that's probably why i gravitate towards her more than my other friends not that any of the other ones are bad but it's just like i can there's not you don't like you don't have to work it's it's easy yes to be her friend it's easy to talk to her yeah because it's it's not so heavy all the time now if it needs to be it 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 can can be. be You can have a serious conversation, but y'all don't, y'all don't dump on each other. Yeah, it's just, it's literally like good vibes. If I need to pick me up, I'll just send her a stupid ass text like goldfish. <laughs> and shit just gonna, like it's gonna be a bunch of jokes after that. And it's gonna make me smile. Right. And now I'm Everybody instantly. needs that though. Yeah, it, it makes everything easier. It's, it seems like it's harder to find that now than it is to find 
the people or the persons with the drama and the heaviness all the time. Well, yeah, because, you know, drama and all the quote unquote juicy stuff, the tea, that is what's popular now. And it's become so common that people feel like if there isn't any tea, then life is boring. Is there's no excitement. And it's crazy that a lot of this, this toxicity or whatever has spilled over into the TV era that most things that you see on TV now is about messiness, Mm -hmm. a lot of heavy things. And a lot of individuals don't know that, that all this messiness that going on TV, it can be triggers for some people. It can instantly mm-hmm. put you back in this black hole that you have gotten out of. Right. It gets you to thinking about the situation with you and your friend yeah. and, or you and your ex-man. And now mm-hmm. you're back in that circle again. Right. And now, trying to get yourself out of it. And you texting your friends like, girl, I just watched episode 102. And did you see what this nigga did? Did right. you see what she just did? That girl, that's just like what Tanya did to me. And now you're back in this whole negative connotation. Now you're worried about what happened in the past, something that you can't take back, something you can't control. And now we'll spill back over into your home life, which you probably worked so hard to just clear out and cleanse. Right. And just that quickly is back to living with you. Right. And now you have this dark cloud in your home. And I'm a firm believer that your home has to be filled with happiness, purity, and calmness. Because this is it where should, you speak. It should be your happy place. It should yeah. be your... You, when you walk in, you... Whether your house is messy or whatever, but when you walk in your space, you should feel safe. You should feel at peace. Yeah, you, that should be your peace. Like, no matter what you're dealing with outside in the world, when you come home, that should be like, oh my gosh, I'm back home. Whether you decide to sit on the couch, whether you decide to go in your room and lay down in your bed, this should be your area of peace. Right. And that's probably, that's possibly why, like, I just felt claustrophobic with work because it was like it was invading in my peace. Mm -hmm. Even though I was steps away from my bed, it was the fact that it was still here. Yeah. Especially when you guys are, you know, for you who work at from home, like you absolutely have to try to separate work literally if you don't have like an office in your house and you're just on your couch or in your bedroom how do you separate the work from the home right and so for me like i'm very i'm very like i'm only gonna work my allotted hours unless like i have a special project so for me the way i have it set up it's pretty much away it's closer to my kitchen it's not in my bedroom that nothing goes in my bedroom that is it's a lot of work that my bedroom mm-hmm. is my that is a place i'm at the most and that's the place when i want to relax that is my go-to if i can't relax anywhere else i know my bedroom i can absolutely relax there so i don't take mm-hmm. any work in there um so even though literally like if i need it to work if i want to get ahead on something it's literally steps away it's literally a quick a click away i won't do it I don't even, I, I act as if it's not even there until it's time for me to start work the next day. Just because I have to create those boundaries. And I've seen well, so many individuals. Have you just, thought about leaving the house? Like maybe going to like Starbucks or Panera and working out of there instead? Well, see, I don't like to be around people. And so for me and the job that I do, I get a lot of calls. And so okay. with people moving, constantly coming and going, talking and conversation, it'll kind of distract me. So actually when I work for my nine hours, because I never really take a break so I can just get done with everything I need to get done with. I don't watch any TV unless it's on my phone. I don't cut on my TV. It's almost like I try to make myself feel like I'm not at home. Right. Like I'm, like I'm strictly in business mode. You don't want to make yourself too relaxed. Right. So I really conduct myself as if I'm in an office at work and I'm focused on this one area while I'm here. Now, of course I have my restroom here. I got my food right there. But for the most part, it's like I'm still at work. That's how I make myself feel. So when I'm done, I close it so everything is black. My screen, everything's bl- my phone's black. So when I walk by, it's almost as it's, it's non-existent. Mm-hmm. I get it. So that that that's just what helps me out for the most part. But that's why I do get up early in the morning and I do go running. Because that is like a a relaxation thing for me decompress and sometimes i'll go running after work just to decompress 
if I felt like work was a little stressful. And when I come back, I can shower and I'm laying down and now I'm in my happy place. Right. It's almost like it's almost like I'm mindful of myself that, you know, now I'm at home. I'm away from work, even though I'm literally a few feet away from work. Yeah, everybody needs to just find their thing. Yeah. There yeah. is a thing. It could be painting. It could be, I don't know, fucking karaoke. I don't know. It could yeah. be anything. It could be crossword puzzles. You just got to find your thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You to clear your head and and to get you, like, to like refocus yourself, rebalance yourself. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It could agree. be something that's happening daily. I mean, depends on how stressful your job is. It could be your daily thing. Right, and I wouldn't include drinking in that. That may not be the thing. Oh, um, no, not every day. Not every day after work. I don't know. No marijuana either. That it that may work. Um, I'm not a smoker, but that I heard that was a relaxation thing, so that may work. But drinking, mm, that can become an addiction, and it can lead to AA meetings, and we mm. don't want that. So, what? I, I get just, it. Yeah, something that I relax. You don't want to create new bad habits. Yes. No new I bad habits. Right. Is the motto. So those are pretty much my steps to finding and unlocking my own happiness. And I just hope that, you know, maybe this inspires other people. I hope that maybe some people can take, you know, some of my um, keys and it'll help them in their day-to-day life or getting back to the happier place where they need and want to be. Just as a start. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, you should. And then next week when we talk, I think you should. <laughs> I got to give you something about next week. I'm going to still be in the midst of this renovation. There is no happiness happening. Okay, okay so we're going to wait till after the renovations. Yes. Okay. After Sounds the good. renovation, you can ask me how happy I am. Okay, we can, we, can, we can go with there. We can go with that and make sure that we're keeping that stress level down. I'm good with that. Okay. Alright then, so if you guys um, If you guys want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Balance and Water You can follow both of our personal pages Which is down in the description below um, Tell a friend Tell a friend that they can take a listen We're on Apple Podcasts Which is if you have an iPhone or anything um, Apple, any Apple product um, We're on Spotify We're on Google Play We're on Stitcher, we're on Amazon Podcasts And we're also on SoundCloud um, if there are any topics you want to hear us talk about, you can absolutely send us an email at balanceandwater at yahoo.com and balanceandwater at gmail.com. You got anything else you want to say to them? No, that's it. Have a good week. Yes. Have a good week, everybody. Be safe, be positive, and give love to everybody. Alrighty then. Bye. Bye. Bye.